Hello, and welcome to Monko on the Move podcast. I am Molly Hafner, Director of Marketing at Montgomery County Community College. So Jared is on vacation this week, but we have a special guest filling in for him named Matt Benko. Hello, Matt. Hello. I'm so glad to have you here. And uh, he is the Manager of Veterans Services here at the college. So Matt is going to be talking about his new Monko radio show and podcast that's called the Veterans Power Hour, where he sits down with veterans in the Monko family and learns about their stories, which is amazing. Amazing, and it's a nice hour-long show. They so they really dig deep into the show. It's you know gets really good quality information and conversation coming from Matt and his guests. So Matt is an active duty Delaware Air National Guard senior master sergeant. He has a combined 22 years of military service, dating back to the time as a senior airman in the United States Air Force and a staff sergeant in the Pennsylvania National Guard. He's also an experienced counselor at the Philadelphia and Coatesville Veterans Affairs Medical Centers. So we're going to talk to him today about how this new show came up and what he hopes to accomplish with the show. And then you are going to actually be able to hear a clip from one of his most recent episodes featuring a member of Monco's Board of Trustees, Sean Kilkenny. So, Matt, thank you for being here. Well, it's really good to be here. I'm so glad to be doing this with a fellow podcast radio kind of personality. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what we're calling ourselves I, now I, these days? I'll take it, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. All right, so tell us about Veterans Power Hour. How did that come about? So it came about just a couple months ago. Uh, the first, the, We kicked off the show prior to the new year in December was our inaugural show back in December. And it's a live one-hour online radio show on Monco Radio, Fridays to 9 a.m. Some of them are recorded to give people access if they can't come to the studio, but we plan for it to be live. And each week I sit down with a veteran, somebody who served in the military. Some of them have been Monco students. As as you mentioned, we had a board member, which was a really great, awesome interview I had with Mr. Sean Kilkenny, who's also the Montgomery County Sheriff. And it's an opportunity. The overall purpose is to discuss what it is to be a veteran and to share these experiences in a safe, entertaining, and interesting way. Great. Now you yourself, you're a veteran. Yes. And so just tell us a little bit about, and you were recently, actually active duty, right? Yes. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your military background. So in addition to my role here at Manager of Veterans Services, I also serve in the Air National Guard. Um, And the unit I'm with is the Delaware Air National Guard. It's the 142nd Airlift Squadron. I've been with them since approximately 2009. Prior to that, as you mentioned, I was with the Pennsylvania Air National Guard at Willow Grove. And prior to that, I was Air Force active duty. I went into active duty immediately after high school a few years ago. I'll share my age here in a little bit later, but (laughs) I'd like to keep a little element of surprise here. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so that's where I got my combined service of 22 years from serving in active duty for four years, uh, took a little break in service to pursue an education and then decided to get back into the Air National Guard. I've been doing that ever since 2007. It's amazing. And in, in the Air National Guard component. And yes, I did. When you say active duty, yes, I just returned home from a deployment, an overseas deployment. Um, I returned home in September of this past year. It's good to have you back. Oh, thanks. We missed you. We did. We missed you a lot. So you had experience as a counselor at the Philadelphia and Coatesville Veterans Affairs Medical Center. Tell me a little bit about what that was like. Yes, and actually that's how I got started with my affiliation and my connection to Montgomery County Community College. Okay. When I completed my graduate degree from Westchester University in counseling, it enabled me and empowered me to become a clinician and a counselor and a therapist. My technical, the, my job term was readjustment counseling therapist in the VA world. It was called an RCT. And I 
started that off at the Norristown Vet Center. At the time, it was called the Montgomery County Vet Center. They recently changed their name to Norristown Vet Center. Right down the street, and I, I mean that. I'm not just saying that. So it's literally two miles down the road. Yeah. And how I got connected with Montgomery County Community College was that RCT, the Readjustment Counseling Therapist, was to work with veterans on campus here uh, at the Veteran Resource Center. And the Veteran Resource Center just came to fruition 2000, approximately 2011, 12-ish. And since then, I've, I've maintained that connection. So that was my background at the VA Medical Center. So the Vet Center is part of the, was part of the Philadelphia Medical Center. And then I transferred to the Coatesville VA Medical Center to get some more range and more experience as a clinician and within the VA. Some of, I'm assuming that what some of your job is now is really to continue to counsel those vets. Is that part of the job that you do now? I, I, absolutely. I, not in the, in the clinical sense where I was used to, okay. but that's actually bringing up a great point because actually that was a motivator for me to mm-hmm. ask and do the Veteran Power Hour because it's mm-hmm. one of the one of the great experiences I had as a counselor and as a therapist was to be able to sit down with veterans for an hour. It literally was an hour. Like when I would meet with a veteran, it'd be for an hour and we'd explore their whole military history and get a range of where they're at and to help them understand their military service and to help them to get the services they needed within the VA. That was the best part about the, mm-hmm. the job. I really embraced that and I missed it. And the veteran power allows me to do that in a non-clinical setting where I could explore. We could pull those layers back and talk about all the highlights and what it really means to serve and also to me what it means to readjust. There's a component in the Veteran Power Hour where I call it the hopeful wanderer. Mm. Um, and, and the the song that motivated me to think about that was by Mumford Son, Hopeless Wanderer. Mm. And if you listen to that song on the tail end, it says, I will learn to love the sun, the skies that I'm under. To flip the script, it's like we can feel a little overwhelmed, intimidated, and all those sort of the challenging things. But when we talk about it and we process things and we have access to understand where we're at, we become hopeful wanderers. And mm. at least that's what I like to think. And it motivates us to embrace our experiences and to help guide us. So that, that, that's that's looping back to the Veteran Power Hour and really what it means to me, um, and more importantly to the guests that I have on there, because it's it's so important to listen to individuals. Listen, I've learned over the years to listen to understand instead of listen to respond. Mm-hmm. And it's really helped with facilitating good conversations I've had to date. And um, this Friday, come on, or the next episode, we're 12 episodes into the Veteran Power Hour, and um, it's it's really great. And I really appreciate Monaco Radio um, and Montgomery County Community College and especially Matt Porter for giving me that access point and to help me empower others. We need more kind of messages of hope right now. You know, we do. We mm-hmm. need that. And I love that you're kind of taking a forward stance and saying, hey, let's kind of dig into something and then hopefully people will listen and, and leave just with a kind of a glimmer of hope too. You know, I think it's that's really impressive objective, I suppose. <laughs> so, all right. So this is your first experience hosting a radio show? As far as being the host and okay. being responsible for producing the content from start to finish, yes. Yeah. Well, it can be nerve wracking, right? I mean, even just being behind the, the kind of the podcast microphones can be a little bit nerve-wracking. How's it been going so far? It's been going great, and I, I like to joke around. I use hu- humor a lot to just kind of normalize things. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of like my thing. Yeah. And when this first started, I said, wow, I, I have, I could possibly have zero listeners right now. But to me, I was like, I, I, I it felt like I had 10,000 listeners. And I was, regardless if I had zero listeners tuning in at the time, because it was the first show, or, you know, I, as it grew up, it was a good pressure. It was a good nervousness. And I think that's, we, we need that, especially when we're working on a project and putting something together. It's good to put that, those internal 
pressures on us because it, it helps us identify what we could do to provide a good product, mm-hmm. you know, and, and um, it's a performance mode kind of, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. That, audience that's, who's listening. Yeah, exactly. See, I'm, say uh, something <laughs> profound. <laughs> I'm getting the stage frights right now. I'm getting, I'm getting the butterflies no, in the stomach just trying to, good. just trying to um, articulate it. But it, it's, it's going great. Every episode, it's usually about, now I do about two veteran power hours per month. And every episode I look, for, I feel a little bit better. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little bit easier. It's a little, little yeah. bit easier, but I I don't think I'll ever get to the point where I'm like super comfortable and you almost get almost take a passive approach about it. But it's good to have that that good yeah. nervous energy. That's a whole hour too. I mean, I think that's impressive that you know you can allow them to kind of talk and before you know it, you get comfortable and you're kind of just revealing things you may not have otherwise done. You know, and yeah. it's like recorded and. I, no, I just think it's really cool to do that. And also, too, <laughs> as as the host of the Veteran Power Hour, you know, I kind of put myself in the guest situation because yeah. they, they may have little to no experience being formally interviewed. And right. so I, I kind of want to absorb their nervous energy and make the, my goal is to make them feel comfortable. And that goes back to me being a counselor and a therapist. It's not easy to sit and pull back the layers. Of course, the Veteran Power Hour is very just we're talking about experiences, positive experience, fun experiences. So it's it's a little bit easier to get that momentum and traction. But what helped me was me being a counselor and a therapist to help that individual talk about some very challenging things. And the same applies for the veteran powers. Help them feel comfortable, meet them where they're at. And from there, well, once you get momentum, it's 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 a good energy. Yeah. And to date, I've had really, even, even when I met with them on Zoom to record live, we established that. And once we got a couple questions going, it, it really made for a good conversation. You know, I don't even call it an interview. It's more of a conversation-based sure. Veteran Power Hour. No, I think it's it's impressive, especially because I know not everybody wants to talk about their thing. I mean, when we're hosting folks here on the podcast, like they're so excited about the thing they're talking about. So it's just natural. But I think it does take that combination of being the counselor and being that really good listener to allow somebody to be comfortable enough to really, you know, start talking about their background. So it sounds like you're the perfect person to to be that interviewer. So now I just had to say this because I saw a note and I I think this is kind of funny is that you're talking about, you know, just doing the, the show yourself and pushing the buttons and whatnot. And, and Matt Matt Porter here said, you know, you fly airplanes um, and this is easy. It's literally three switches. Think of it like a keyboard on steroids. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, gosh, you fly airplanes. And so like, you know, how is that comparing to... <laughs> So, so in in the Delaware Air National Guard, I'm a C-130 loadmaster. Okay. So I'm gonna give a shout out to all my loadmasters who are listening. We are the workhorse of the crew. Mm. We are the individuals in the back of that C-130 plane getting the job done, whether it's in a deployed environment, at station. So, hey, all my loadmasters listening, <laughs> you you know what we do and you nice know how work, we do guys. it. And and thank you, pilots, for for helping us get that job done. Yes. No, but no, in all seriousness, we, we, we operate as, as a crew. You know, on a C-130 uh, crew, there's a pilot, co-pilot, navigator, flight engineer, and usually more often two loadmasters, okay. you know, so we, we could fly with one loadmaster as well. So it's a great crew. So yes, and as you can imagine, you know, being a part of that air crew, it, it does get technical, but yeah. honestly, you, you're, you're like, I, I honestly, I haven't, when I went for the first show, for the for the inaugural show back in December, I was nervous. And I was like, yeah, it was a couple 
switches, but I was like, because eh, I've been doing the Loadmaster thing for the last 10, 12 years. So it, it's very routine. It's right. very, right. it yep. becomes natural to me now. Um, but with that, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's only three <laughs> buttons, but y- you. Uh, but we're live. Yeah, yeah but we're live <laughs> and you just want to get it just right. So Yeah, no, that's great. So before we play a clip from one of your most recent episodes uh, featuring board of trustee member Sean Kilkenny, um, tell us a little bit about how we can listen to these shows and in general Monco radio is that a is that something you can listen anytime how does that work oh yeah that's the preferred method if you could tune in the Monco radio from 9 to 10 a.m. on Fridays that's where you'll hear the live uh, airing of it okay. um, if you can't make it um, and and you miss it uh, you, you could access you could get access to those podcasts on Spotify or uh, Apple uh, podcasts as well in addition you go to Facebook and type in veteran power hour and it will have all the access points for you there so the, the those are the three access points you go to Monco radio on Fridays 9 to 10 a.m Spotify Apple podcasts or Facebook and type in veteran power hour and you, you'll be able to get access to the Great. 12 episodes to date yeah, lots of access. And I think you can also just listen to Monco Radio, right? Just in general yeah. um, at moncoradio.com. I think you can stream it anytime there, too. So, yep, so yeah, if you, if you Google search Monco Radio, because there's a lot of great genres, a lot of great shows that, that complement each other, and it just they, they transition real nice into um, each show. Yeah, we have a lot of good stuff going on here at Monco. Yeah, we great. sure do. Yeah. All right, Matt, I really appreciate having you on the show. You are doing a ton of great work for our veterans and the Monco family. The show is a big hit. Um, we can't wait to hear more about the different shows that you have coming up. So thank you again for your time. Really appreciate you uh, being with us. Well, I, I really appreciate this opportunity and the time as well. I, I believe time is our most precious commodity. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate Monco's time, Monco Radio. So I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Great. Overall, like, how, what would you say is your favorite overall, your favorite military experience? By far, uh, the year I spent in Korea. Okay. I loved it. Um, I loved the mission uh, when we're right there. I mean, I got there right before Christmas in 2001, right post 9-11. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was a single guy at the time. You're kind of lonely. You're showing up there December 15th. And immediately I'm put in the field training exercise yeah. for about 10 days. We come in Christmas Eve and it, I don't think it got above 10 degrees the yeah. whole time, right? And you're just out there and, but you know, you, um, you're embracing the suck as they like to say in yeah. the army. Uh, and it was just, it was cool. And then just bonding with those folks, um, with that brigade uh, at Camp House and doing everything from bowling to playing basketball to drinking a beer yeah. to the PT every morning and just running through Korea. It would go through these. Um, I remember one of the most weirdest things is right outside the gate, there was a huge bee farm, right? Yeah. And these beehives were everywhere and these farmers were out there. So it'd be 6 a.m. PT, you're running out the gate or whatever, and you always think you're going to get stung. So I ran out that gate probably 300 times, never got stung. Uh, running through like a swarm of bees. Yeah. So it was just kind of the things you remember. And then I had some good friends in Seoul. Yeah. Um, so on weekends, I'd go down there and hang out with them. And I took the opportunity to travel. Took a four-day trip to China. Um, took a four-day trip to Japan. Went to Hong Kong. Um, and then when I finished up my tour uh, and got my DD-214 for the first time, yeah. I uh, backpacked by myself through Australia and New Zealand uh, before oh, wow. I'd come back here. So it was like my last grasp at youth. I was 29 years old, no attachments, and it was great. 
Yeah. Oh, about, oh, wow. That that New Zealand experience sounds pretty awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, after four years of active duty in the Army, you know, I let my hair grow long, grew a beard, you know, I looked like a, uh, a wild man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It was great. And I imagine the, the New Zealand environment kind of helped it amplify It helped with that, that whole thing. <laughs> and I just met great people. You know what I mean? So it was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. What song do you want to dedicate to the Veteran Power Hour? Uh, I, my favorite song is Where the Streets Have No Name by U2. Okay. You talked about like uh, being a wanderer, you know, just how that song builds and is so uplifting and yeah. talks about hope in life and getting beyond yourself. That's what I, I think about that time. And I think about jogging to it during PT. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, on that note, I can't think of a better way to close out this week's Veteran Power Hour and the thank you for your service portion of this week's Veteran Power Hour. So, I, again, I, one more thank you, and I appreciate it, and I look forward to staying connected. Thank you. Special thanks also to our sound recording and music technology students, Quinn McCullough, John O'Connell, and Jonah Gatochiko, who produced today's show. And thank you for listening to Monco on the Move podcast. Check back soon to hear more stories from our Monco family. And until then, again, thanks, Matt. I'm Molly Hafner. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to Monco on the Move. Students at Montgomery County Community College working in the sound recording and music technology program record, edit, and produce this podcast. Check out mc3.edu forward slash on the move to listen to our latest episode or download our podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also learn about the latest episodes by following us on social media. Have a guest in mind you think would be great for the podcast? Email Eric Devlin at edevlin at mc3.edu or Diane Van Dyke at dvandyke at mc3.edu. And come back next time to find out more about what's happening at your community college and catch our Montco Momentum.